1: And uh, this is Mark Vila from Coleman and Company, but also Cold SC too. Also Cold SC yeah, SC too. Cold we should SC we should too. specify that. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, I think we're gonna start just saying Cold SC. I think we should too. Maybe we should, but we we. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the actual episode. Well, wait a minute. I just want to say that the reason
0: that we usually say Coleman & Company for you is because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you are the e-commerce maven for the yeah, company I and that's that. Coleman
1: & Company's thing. Yeah, yeah. but Col- but Coleman & Company is part of Koldesi. It is, yes. So And uh, some folks don't know that, so I want to start talking about that more. That sounds in, good. Uh, in preparation for, for 2020 or something like okay. that. I don't know what that means, but... Good. Uh, Makes me feel like I like it. Let's podcast. (laughs) Stop. Stop wasting time. So, podcast here today. We're here to talk about the graphic impact on your business and what that really means. Are how important graphics are to the success of your business. So um, good graphics, and and actually after I wrote that, I switched it, I said no, great graphics um, are extremely important to the success of your business. It saves you time, saves you money, makes you look good, and poor quality graphics are gonna hinder everything that you do in your business.
0: Oh man, if you're part of the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group, you will hear graphics horror stories all weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, really like, I can't get this to work, I can't do that, I just got this file, it was terrible. You know, um, it it can be both a great source of revenue for your business,
1: yeah, and a great source of heartburn for your business. Yeah, that's true. The heartburn yeah. for sure. And we hear about it all the time. You know, folks, they how do I do this? I can't figure out how to do that. How do I do um, this in Photoshop? How, how do I do, I do that, that in Corel? Yeah, and it's oh, and from start to finish, it's something that's really a pet peeve of mine. I don't like when um, whenever we print. If you look at our. Videos and pictures on our website and all of this stuff the graphics that are on there. You're not going to see pixelated graphics You're not going to see low-quality embroidery Everything's going like to be beautiful because it's really important for, for it to be that way yep. And uh, one of the things that drives me crazy. Maybe some folks out there may have done this is they send in a graphic because they want to get a sample done of like a DTG show. Yeah. Oh, this happens it's all the time. It's terrible. And I've, I just look at it and I, and I've said to salespeople before, like, just don't send that out. Yeah. Don't send that as an example of what our machine can do. Cause it can take something really crappy and make it look really crappy. Yeah. I,
0: so, <laughs> so here is, here's kind of a baseline for all of you that aren't in the business yet. Um, a great piece of equipment cannot improve your artwork.
1: Yeah, it will reproduce your artwork in a more clearer way. Yeah, and in exactly how you put it in. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's talk a little bit about kind of what, why great graphics make a difference. Why does having good graphics actually make a difference? And, and we thought of three reasons, right? Yeah, we've done. Um, you actually have, have been doing a little testing of digitizing. Yeah, and uh,
0: and one thing, especially with em- embroidery graphics, and sometimes people will talk about these things separately, but they really are, they're different types of the same, the same conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, digitized files are a graphic result.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah. So,
0: so we're putting that in the same category, and we found that, that the difference between one digitizer and another,
1: or one digitizing, digitized file and another, can have some big impact on time. Yeah, mass, massive, so, massive. Um... Besides the output, right? I think we can, uh, we, it's probably obvious that the actual output can look better or worse. Yes. Right? If it's created better, it's gonna look better. But in addition to that, um, when somebody's digitizing correctly, they're digitizing to have the lower amount of stitches. Yeah. Which means if it's 30,000 stitches versus 40,000 stitches, that's that much difference in time on your equipment.
0: Yeah, and it's not just difference in time, the The design looks different,
1: Yeah, right? It's less, um, it's more, it looks more fine. It, it looks, looks more refined. More, it looks more refined. Yeah. Also, um, uh, Michelle, who's one of our trainers in here, mm-hmm. um, she has training all the time and she does support all the time. Yeah, And a lot of the time she runs into and she has to constantly tell people are the reason your machine is breaking threads and breaking needles and yes. things like that is because of the digitizing is not done correctly. Right. You know, and there's lots of technical things in regards to the stitch length and, and all of these things that are fairly technical and there's rules you have to live within. And if the digitizer's not making them that way, then it's got your machine's not going to like it. Yeah. And it's like it's friction and things like that. It you
0: sa- saves you time and also, you know, the it actually saves
1: um, design time. Yeah, like the actual work. Yeah, the actual work is is less if you're doing it correctly. Yeah, so, um, and that's, it's so important, like just to kind of get into that mindset of understanding like what great graphics are going to do. So the first thing is that they're gonna, it's gonna save you time and we'll dive deeper into all this stuff. Absolutely. Um, The next is actually like the cost of materials.
0: Man, if you're a Digital Heat FX customer, I know you feel this. Right, yeah. because especially because you have um, a relatively fixed cost for every print. Mm-hmm. Right, if you're doing a, a specific size print. So if you make a, if you print it and the graphic isn't right, you're not going to know that until you print it. Yeah. And it's going to cost you every time you test. Yeah. So that is a real like cost of materials difference. When when you um, when you don't have a good
1: design or appropriately designed. Yeah, if the design if the design's not done correctly, and there's so much it's so much more than at initial glance on your screen. So initially you open it up on your screen, and there's a myriad of issues that could be. Right. You could have. Um, you could have. Uh, Pixels living that you don't even. Oh realize. yeah, just dots that are up in the corner. You didn't even realize it, and it prints it out. You accidentally um, just like hit a stroke. Just yeah, for just for a second. Yeah, and um, and that can affect your design size because yep. if you type in eight by ten, it's measuring that little piece. So it's gonna scale it wrong. Yeah, there's all that. There's also. Um, not noticing that when the background was deleted uh, in your cartoon character, it also deleted the eyes because the background was white. Yeah, the are knocking were out a color, white. right. So you print it out and you look it up and you realize you've got oh, clear, clear right. eyes. So yeah. you put on a green shirt and your character instead of having white eyes has, has green, green eyes. It uh, might be um, a plus. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so these are all like little things. There's also like, uh, like how transparent it is. Yes. So if there's a little bit of a transparency or a screen um, put on your color. It's going when you go to print it out, it's gonna be printed out like that. Yeah. And that effect is not gonna be desired because it's gonna based on the color of your shirt, the color is gonna change.
0: And for for direct to garment printing, it's it's pretty much a, a lot of the same things are true. You can design a beautiful file that uses an entire layer of white ink underneath oh, and yeah. it looks amazing but it will feel thicker and it will cost you a lot more money to print that shirt. But if you know what you're doing and you can design a graphic specifically for DTG or with that in mind, then you can have a great looking design
1: that feels better, feels lighter, and you save a lot of money on it. It's going to wash better too. Across it will, the too. yeah, absolutely. You know, the less stuff you put on garments, the better it is, and that actually is true for everything. Embroidery, embroidery lasts Vinyl. longer and looks better. Yeah. If there's less stitches on it. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of things going on with that. So. And I,
0: I would also say that um, the cost in materials is the cost of mistakes. Yeah. And every time you, or frequently when you make a mistake, if you make a mistake with in DTG. The only time you see that is after it's on a shirt. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So with digital heat effects and other printing technologies, you might, be, you might see that on the transfer before you put it on the $3 or 5 or $12 shirt. But with embroidery, <clears throat> you're not going
1: to see that until you sew it out. Yeah, and so, and that's an interesting point when you talk about embroidery, because you might just sew it out on a piece of scrap material or something like that. It's but not the same. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not exactly the same as the finished garment is one. And also the fact that that design may have taken 45 minutes if it was a relatively large oh, yeah. design. So that's 45 minutes of your equipment running to find out that the last portion of it wasn't digitized very well. Dude,
0: even if it's a, a left chest logo that's 12 minutes. Yeah. You know, then you're gonna you're gonna, if you're doing it all yourself, yeah. you're gonna digitize it, mm-hmm. you're gonna preview it, you're gonna send it to the machine, you're gonna sew it out, let's say half an hour, 45 minutes for the digitizing, 15 minutes for the design, it's wrong. Yeah. If you, if you did a test sew out, then you fix it, do another test sew out. So that's like another five, 10 minutes in the design. And then if and then that one's another. good, then you then you do the shirt. Most
1: people aren't going to do that. They're going to put it directly onto a shirt and like, oh my God, you know, I spelled that wrong. There's all that. So that time that you're eating up is part of the cost. It's cost of materials and time. So that's kind of like a combination. And then it's also, Time is money on this equipment. Yeah. Especially absolutely. as you're starting to get busy. Yeah. Because eventually you reach to a point if you're growing your business and you're doing all the things that we talked about in the last hundred and six episodes. Yeah. Hopefully you're growing your business. Eventually you get to a point where you and your machine are uh, on the brink of being overwhelmed. Right. So that twelve minutes on your machine times <sighs> ten orders. Yeah. You know, that's a couple hours worth of work. That's money that you would have made. Yeah. That you could that you can't. Yeah, because of poor quality artwork and and not doing things, and that
0: and it's so stuff also that you're not going to be able to communicate very well to your customer. Yeah, they don't care.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. They so they, they want to give you money and get shirts.
0: Yeah, 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 they don't care how long it takes you. So the um, the last thing that that good graphics help you do is they
1: help you avoid technical support yeah. issues, which something nobody thinks about.
0: Nobody thinks about it, and we uh, I know you did a survey recently yeah. of the sport guys. What what are some of the things that they said about?
1: The, the graphics issues that they run into. Yeah, so the first thing I just said was, um, I went to every technician for every m- machine, I just walked yeah. up to him. hey, let me ask you a couple questions. And one of them was, what percentage of your phone calls were for graphics related? Poor quality graphics, incorrectly done graphics. Right. And depending on the equipment, the answer was 25 to 75% of calls. Yeah. So, you know, even just averaging it out, half the people calling up our technical support line, trying to get help because they can't, get the output that they want out of their equipment is because their graphics are done incorrectly, poorly, uh, not in the right format. Half the people. So yeah. thousands and thousands of phone calls are, are thousands and thousands of people that if they would have gotten the graphics done correctly in the beginning, they yeah. wouldn't have had to call.
0: And it's huge for digitizing, especially on caps and things like that, yeah. where you know you do you, you've got to digitize at four caps. And most of you don't believe, or let's, I'm not gonna say most of you. Yeah. A large percentage of people that call in don't believe that it's the digitizing file might be the issue. Yeah. So you spend an hour or two hours or a day testing other things only to find out, here, try this
1: graphic, and it sews out fine. Yeah, and it's just like, I I, I bought the titanium needle. And yeah, I'm I did all this stuff. Sewer, and I put on the different backing, and and it's the hat, and it's the machine, and all these things. And then, uh, frequently, we get the artwork in here, yeah. and we try to sew it out. And we can't get it to sew out on a flat, you know, on a, on <laughs> right. a flat piece of backing or yeah. something. So there is so much, and, it, and these things are Are really complicated, you know, Um, but they don't have to be if you're doing things the right way. Right. Um, So, uh, oh, was trying to. There was one other thing to mention about the technical support issues on that. Um, Oh, when they kind of all said the same thing about like garbage in, garbage out. Yeah that, that, yeah, that that yeah, phrase yeah. was used by everybody I asked when it came to graphic artists, gra- graphic arts, and using it with your equipment. Whatever you put into your machine is what you're going to get out. The All of this equipment are replicators. Yes. They replicate what you tell them to do, right? Every, right. I guess every single machine we sell does that. Yep. Um, so they're not conceptual. Uh, artificial intelligence art creating. They're replicating machines. So they will replicate, if you put in a piece of garbage, they will replicate that garbage.
0: Yeah, we, we get comments all the time, and, and maybe part of it is our fault because we do make it look easy. Yeah. You know, because when we start making a file to do a demonstration video or a training video, we start with good artwork yes. 100% of the time. Yeah. So, um, but people assume that I can download a logo off of a website. And I can put it out on a DTG printer in a left chest, and it'll look great. They think that I can, you know, I can take a photo without retouching, and they can print it out with digital heat effects, and it'll work perfectly on a shirt. And um, both of those those things, they they will reproduce those graphics, yeah. um,
1: but they're not going to make them look good or feel good or be appropriate for the technology. And, and this makes me think that we should maybe. Um get somebody on for an episode to do some graphic arts education here mm. um, or maybe like make a course, a graphic arts education course yeah. or something. I don't know. It's an idea to be had, but I want to mention like a, a, just a handful of things that you listening might not know what what I mean when I start saying this okay. stuff. I barely know what I mean when okay. i saying some of this stuff, but um, like what, what does my DPI <clears throat> need to be? Right. All right. What if I want to take an image that's a six by six and make it a twelve by twelve? Is the DPI that I have fine? Does it have to change? Right. Um, if it's a if it's a, gra- a, ve- a vector graphic or a raster graphic, can I which one can I scale? Yeah. Um, if I'm printing out, um, my monitor is displaying my graphic in RGB and my printer prints out in CMYK, but I have another printer that prints out in CMYW, and I have another printer that prints CMYK liquid ink versus toner. Yeah. All right. If you don't understand why all those things affect your graphic, you should take some time to educate yourself. Right. Because you're not going to know what to do, you're not going to know how to replicate things properly, and you're going to blame a lot of other things when it's really the lack of knowledge that you have. Right.
0: I, I I agree. I couldn't have said it any better.
1: Okay. I, you probably could have said it. Better.
0: Well, I could, but I don't like to. do that. <laughs> I don't like to do that every time. Okay. So. All right. Um, I, I do want to I want to start with this little phrase that we've All got right, here do for the we, next part. You wrote this. I like. We're we're going to go we're going to go through some um, some different options in your business for graphic arts and, graphic arts and how to get it created. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want you to keep this in mind that it's not how cheap you can get the design. It's how much money you can make with that graphic. Yeah. So it's not how, um, it's just that. It's not, it's not how much money you pay for the design. For example, if I'm going to have an account okay. that's going to be worth $15,000 to me over the, over the next two years. Okay. Does it really matter if I spend $15 or $150
1: getting that design digitized? That's, that's no. an interesting concept of it, to say it, it that way, doesn't. right? It's, it, it's, a, it's a fraction of a percent of the money you're getting. It is.
0: And really, that's the way you've got to look at it. Not, oh, I've got $12 in my pocket, and this is all I can spend on getting something digitized. That's rarely the case. I understand if it is. But that's rarely the case. What it is is, oh, I heard that I could get somebody to design a shirt for me for 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna do, and I found a guy that would do it for eight. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that guy. Yeah. That's not the right way to think about it. It's this customer is gonna make you hundreds or thousands of dollars over over its lifetime. You
1: should treat every part of the process like that. Yeah. Well, we've talked about customer experience and delivering good products and all that stuff tons of times and how you do all these things to try to build value in your sale right yep. so you um, you know you call the customer and let them know how things are going you um, don't over promise and under deliver yes. you know you do all of these things part of that initial process too is impressing them in the first place yeah and if you've got the opportunity to provide better artwork to them i mean but we're we're getting into all those yeah things, yeah we're going right? to it's lot so, so to talk um, about let's let's talk about your three options Definitely. Doing graphics.
0: So really, when you're thinking about doing graphics for your business, custom custom t-shirts, or even if, you, um, if you've got a UV printer and you need to get graphics created, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter why, um, you've got three options. You can either do it yourself, uh, you can hire somebody to do it for you as part of your business mm-hmm. in-house, or you can farm it out or outsource it
1: okay so let's talk about why these are the only three options yes right there's there's no middle there's no um the fourth option that could exist is my customers have to provide me the graphics they're never going to provide you print ready stuff they're not no. going to provide you something that's ready to go oh, so it's really not enough
0: yeah you know what or uh sometimes i think even worse is there's a difference if you don't know yet there's a big difference between preparing a graphic for web yeah. preparing it for print and preparing it for t-shirt yeah A
1: web guy and a print guy may or may not be able to send you a good graphic for a t-shirt. Yeah, and another small tidbit of information too is, every printer that you've ever owned in your life, from the $69 one that you got at Office Depot to a $35,000 printer, toner, ink, sublimation, none of them can reproduce the same exact colors Oh over, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, over a gamut, right? Yeah. So you imagine just the imagine the color wheel, right? Everyone's seen that thing, yep. right? It's it's all the colors, a big giant wheel. And the drawing of what every, what every printer can do is not that complete circle. Right? Right. It's like a jagged edge, and you just can't reach some colors with every single printer that exists. Yep. So when you're getting artwork provided to you, you need to have the knowledge of what your printer can do so you can adjust the artwork. There you go. All I right. like that a lot. So anyway,
0: so you do it. You hire somebody to do it
1: in house, or you outsource it. So those are our three let's choices. Let's start with the first one. Okay, you do it. Um, why would you do? Why would you do it yourself? Um, you, you would do it ask? yourself
0: because um, you love doing it. Yeah. Because you have always wanted to be able to do it, and this is this is it. Like I want to learn how to do Photoshop and Illustrator and Corel Draw because that's. Because I dig
1: it. That's yeah, why I want to be. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's passionate. You you're trained in it, maybe. Yeah. You know, could be. you're formally trained in it, or you've just you know you got a copy of Photoshop when you were eight years old and you've been doing it for the past thirty years. Yes. You know, so uh, something like that is now, a reason why. Now this isn't this isn't. We're
0: not suggesting that this is why you should do it. No. It's this just, is just why you might do it. Yeah. Why
1: you might do it? Just, you just love doing it. It's yeah. Why? It's part of the thrill and excitement and enjoyment you get out of your job. Yeah. Or I, I mean, business. sometimes that goes right into
0: reason number two. Sometimes it's why you got into business.
1: Yeah. That you designed a logo
0: or you've got a, uh, a series of graphics or a character or um, something that you are making your own brand out of. Uh, that you, That's how you express yourself. Yeah. So maybe if that's why you got into the custom apparel
1: business, then obviously, that's a reason that you might wanna do your own graphics. Yeah, we have had pe- we have people, and maybe some people listening right now that they were doing graphics. Yeah. And then they started offering maybe promotional items or t-shirts and yeah. they were outsourcing them. And eventually they just said, I need to run- do this myself. Yeah. So they got an embroidery machine or a t-shirt printer, but they're still the graphic artist. Right, I mean, we've got some great airbrush artists that do DTG uh, oh, yeah. t-shirts. Yeah, so they're amazing. Being an artist is a great reason why you might wanna do it. It doesn't mean you should, but yeah. it's a great reason why. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, one is you have really high standards. Yes. And this is typically because you're also an artist. We right? we
0: started with you're a control freak. Yeah, you're a control freak.
1: You you pay a
0: lot of attention to stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: but that's you see, really the way you you have a vision for every customer. Yes. And when they want a specific piece of art, you don't. You've already got the concept in your head. Yeah. You know how to make it because you've got it when you doing it. Precursor to it. Yeah. Is you have to know how to. Yeah. I would say sometimes the
0: you know this is a symptom of of having a really good eye for things,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know,
0: like uh, when now when I go into a retail store and there's something embroidered, I immediately go up and I touch it, I look at it really close, I turn yeah. it over, I see what it looks like in the back. Yeah. you know I do that, and I would say, you know that's ridiculous, I would never buy that
1: yeah, like yeah. i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't I wouldn't pay for
0: that. Um, or I'll go up and touch it, and I really don't like the feel of some of the screen prints. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. they're rough. They're really rough. So I'll touch it, and I'm just like, like I wouldn't do that. Maybe that's you. Maybe you can't do graphics yourself, um, you know, that well, but you really are a perfectionist, and you want to continue to improve, make sure it's exactly right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and these, are all, these are all plenty fine reasons to want to do it. Yeah. Um, the, and the last one is that it's kind of part of your messaging, it's part of your branding. But, um, you know, my business, our business, we go from, we conceptualize your design, yeah. we do the art in-house, we print it in-house, and then I deliver it to you. Yeah. You know, you've, you're creating this, we do everything for you, specifically for you, our customer.
0: Yeah, uh, it could be very personal too. It could be if you if you are an artist that, I'm gonna sit next to you and we're going to bring your idea to life. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's the message of your business, then you need to be that artist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so if you if you love it, if it's why you got into business, if you um, have super high standards, you don't think anybody else is good enough, uh, or if it's part of your business ethic.
1: Yeah. And and if this is it, if if number one's you, you should. Which, do it. Yeah. You should yeah, you, do you, it. You might. You have it. to know how to do it though. That's it. That's that's the no. That's what you have to do. You have to. Practice a ton and be formally trained in all these things. It, it, That's listen, the catch. listen,
0: it's like we say with with websites all the time. You can design your own website, yeah. But sometimes you don't realize your baby's ugly, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> because no one will tell you. Yeah. You know, this way, what happens is you'll produce some average artwork or below average artwork that you think is great because you understand why you did everything, even though it didn't come out great. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you know how long it took you to do it. I must be done now. It took me 11 hours, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and maybe not. Well, bef- before
1: we move to the next one, Yeah, part of one thing that Joe, that our uh, sales manager yeah. here said, he said that he's, he's, he's never really done graphics in his life. And let's, let's just clarify that uh, Joe's had a side hustle. Yeah, he's had
0: an embroidery and T-shirt business for years. Yeah,
1: and right? and he's been in the industry in one way or another like 15, decades. 20 years. Yeah, so he knows a lot about it. He's never been an artist. He's mm-hmm. played with art, and he kind of knows how to do it a little yep. bit, but he's never studied it like hardcore. Yeah, and he considered if he should do that, and he started learning, learning digitizing and artists and stuff like okay. that. And then one day he came to the realization, and he said, "There are." Thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people in the world that are that have already forgotten more than he'll ever learn. <laughs> right, having starting now at his age with the amount of time he can put yeah. into it, and maybe that's something for you to think about too. Yeah, I. But, like that. Um, so now, if the second option is hire somebody in house.
0: Yeah. So um, having a full time artist on staff, like we do, um, Kathy uh, is responsible for. Every amazing graphic you see on our websites, yeah. all that beautiful stuff, um, she produces it. Uh, we can afford it. And she's got a lot of practice and experience mm-hmm. at it. Um, I know that I'm in, I'm in this category. Um, the reason that you hire in-house is because you can't do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So, so I, can, I can do things but I can't no. do beautiful things, okay. right? So, so why would you hire an artist? You can't do it. You can't yeah. do the art yourself. Right. So you hire somebody, right? Um, and then I, I like the second one that, that you had made a note on here was that having to do with the high standards, but your high standards adjacent. adjacent.
0: Yeah, so, so in other words, you um, you look at everyone else's work yeah, and you're not happy with it. So you want control of that person sitting
1: at a desk that you're going to torture until you think it's,
0: you think it's as good as it can be. Yeah, conveyed. that's
1: true. They they work for you, so that yes. gives you a level of control for those standards. Yeah, do it again, do it again, do it again. If they work for you, you can tell the person to redesign something. A hundred times, Yes. and they have to say yes. You're right. Um, compared to you know other options, if you if you hired somebody to do it, they I'm going to give you three shots. If you're yeah, gonna that, it, that's you know. that's the traditional thing, so, right? Um, let's see. And uh, the live input, yeah, in turn turn time is great. from
0: from from both you and your customer. Mm-hmm. So if you've got somebody that's that's sitting in your office that does your graphics, and you know the, you and a customer work something out and you produce it. You can show it to the customer and you can make a change like while they're in the room. Yeah, I went into um, Big Frog years ago. Okay, there used yeah. to be one in South Tampa. I had a logo for another business done on a shirt and uh, I kind of stood over her shoulder while she sized it and played with the colors and things like that. That was very valuable to me at that point.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, I mean, maybe maybe that's something that, that you want to do. Yeah, uh, Jay that works here, he had done that um for a T-Shirt Diner, a company called T-Shirt Diner. Okay. And he had said, you know, in the mall, people would come up and part of the service was you could walk in and just spit out words, conceptualize yeah. something, and, and he would conceptualize and create it yeah. right on there. So, um, you, you know, having that live input and turn time, if that was a case, if you have a storefront where somebody's gonna come in and order or part of the services you offer are, come in, we'll design it together and make it right there. yeah. Um, you've got to do it there.
0: Yeah. If that turnaround time is important to you, along with the live input, you know, if you consider that if you have a full-time graphic artist on staff, someone sends you a file, you could potentially walk over to them, have them work on the file
1: and send it back to the customer. Yeah. yeah. You know, that it could happen like that. So, um, and then uh, the last one is similar to the first one that we said, it's part of yes. your messaging. It's part of your branding. You know, your business is our, your business is full of artists.
0: Yeah, that, so that pitch that you just made for the mall kiosk guy, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, the part of the business, the message of that business is, we've got a graphics uh, graphic artist right
1: here, come in and talk to him, make something. Yeah, we can create anything that you want right here, in-house, we do it for you, you can watch us do it. Yes. So that's a reason to hire somebody. Um, now the third option that you could do. So option 1 you do it, option 2 hire somebody in house, option 3 is you farm it out, you yeah. outsource it, you use a contractor. Right. Um, so why would you why would you want to do that? Uh, first of all because you've realized that you can't do it, Yeah. right? You can't do it well. Um, you know you uh, or you don't want to do the, it. the hardest realization to make is that you're not a digitizer, you're not a graphic artist. Um, plenty of people are really smart and really talented. They're great at crafting things. Yes, um, they can build woodwork. You yeah. know, they can do they can do whatever. They can hand draw. Yep. Um that doesn't mean that you're ever going to be a great graphic artist. Yeah, it's a different skill. I mean, why did you get in?
0: If you got into the business because you want to make money. Um, you wanna sell t-shirts, you have a great t-shirt ideas that you think you could be successful mm-hmm. with, you're good in sales or you're a good business person. I didn't say anything about learning how to use Photoshop. Yeah, that's true. You, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's really, you know, if you can't do it um, or you don't wanna do it, um, then that, get somebody else too. Don't yeah. torture yourself.
1: Yeah, and uh, the kind of you can't do it realization on that too is um, like you might be a graphic artist and can do print graphics, but you've never digitized. Yeah, maybe you fold the ta- You fold in the towel and just say, "I can't digitize. I'm not going to be a digitizer." And the the comparison uh, that comes to my head is um, is the best pastry chef in the world the best like steak you know steak right. chef they necessarily can cook it. right you know um, and it, it you know baking. And cooking are, although they are both heating up things you eat, <laughs> right. they're, they're different skill sets. You know, baking is a, is, is about precision, yeah. you know, and uh, and, uh, and and cooking is about, uh, like, the intuition of, because every steak is different. Compared okay. to every cake, you can measure exactly the amount of grams. These one, are two like different that. skills. Digitizing and graphic arts are different as well. They're Absolutely. different skill sets. So, so making the determination that you can't do it is the first step. To this, yeah. Um, So, and I think it's important to realize that. Hi,
0: my name's Mark, and I cannot digitize. I cannot. I cannot digitize. I I can't do it. (laughs) Um, I think I just said that for both of us. Um, Cash flow. (laughs) The second one is uh, is cash flow. Um, So I I like this reason a lot for farming it out. Yeah. Because it's got got a couple couple of connotations, and that you can get even even what you might perceive. As a high-end, more expensive graphic service than the cheapest thing you, mm-hmm. that you can find, um, you're still only paying them for work that they do. Yeah, right. You're not paying overhead, for example, um, for uh, an in-house employee.
1: Yeah, and you don't um, you don't manufacture your shirts in-house. You also don't buy every single shirt you can by the case and keep them in-house. Right. Why? Because you don't want to have all your cash flow tied up in a giant inventory of shirts. You don't wanna have a warehouse of shirts that you can just pull from because that's not very efficient for cash flow. What do you do is you get an order, you order the apparel for that, typically, and you might have some shirts in, but whatever. Um, And that's the same with this. As an order comes in, you order the graphic. You charge a customer $25 fee, you order the graphic, whatever it might be. We have a fit, I I was gonna order some shirts online doing some tests the other day. They had a $59 graphic fee. They're getting wow. that graphic done as soon as I place my order for the sixty bucks. Right, sixty bucks for the sixty bucks for the graphic turn into sixty bucks for probably outsourcing that was the part. graphic. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? um, so, so that's an important thing for cash flow. You only pay for work till it's done, and typically when it's already paid for. Right. You know you've got your deposit or your initial payment, or you have them paying full upfront, then you order the graphics. Yeah. So cash flow, it works. You're never you're never investing in anything that you don't have money coming in for.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. And the next one that we've got uh, for um, a reason why you might want to outsource is scalability. Yeah. So let's say you're going, let's say you're going to be successful because you probably are, you're listening to the podcast. We talked about that all the time. Yes. The likelihood of you being successful. It's a lot higher. Yeah. yeah, Because you're investing this time, but you know, when you um, let's talk about two things, when you're slow, Mm -hmm. you're not paying for art. Yes. When you're busy, you are paying for art. So there's that scale. The busier you get, um, you don't have to hire more people. You don't have to work out more time for yourself to be able to digitize and create artwork for customers. All you have to do when you're outsourcing is if you get an order for 10 designs today, is you talk to a company that can handle 10 designs, or you talk to a couple of different people that can do the work Yeah. You know that you vetted. You can do an unlimited n- number of designs as long as you're not doing it.
1: Yes, yeah, that's true, if, if you have uh, so if you, there's two levels of scalability. There's the cash flow scalability and then the time scalability. Yeah. So you've got the cash flow scalability is you hire somebody to do graphics in-house. You know, you're going to pay them $15 an hour. Yep. So uh, 2500 bucks a month, I think we did the math yeah. on that. So $2,500 a month fixed cost, no matter if they're doing 200 designs or two. Yeah. Um and if you are outsour- if you're outsourcing the graphics then you're only paying for two designs or you're only paying for yeah. 200. And there's there's a tipping point where it might cost you more, but the, uh, um but you're yeah. also not paying for for when it's there. It's very cash flow friendly, it's very cash flow scalable. Um then there's time. The time scalability yes. is that if you you your graphic artist you know can do four designs in a day or whatever the time is and then all of a sudden it's rush busy season and now it's you know now you've got 20 orders are are you going to turn away orders because you can't scale up your art right
0: yeah i agree and i will tell you a couple things that that the mixed positions rarely work yeah so if you've got somebody that's going to do graphics for you and they also answer the phone or they also sweep up you know or they also run a screen you know a screen printing press you know that I mean, it can work, yeah, but, but it hardly ever works well. You're not going to get the best graphics possible and the, the best printer possible. Yeah, the,
1: there are the people who are going to be a really good um, production yeah. and be really good in graphics and can manage that time well. Um, somebody listening to this might have one of those people.
0: Yeah, but they're anomalies. Or, or honestly, it's very likely that you're that person. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you if you are a good graphic artist and you've been in this business for a while, then you can probably do all that. Yeah, and that brings me to what I really wasn't sure I wanted to say. Okay, all right, is that if you do have that guy in house that's doing your artwork, that's the guy who's saving up to buy a printer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it, yeah, it really is. I mean, if you think about we. We've talked to a bunch of our customers started just that way. Yeah. You know, they work in a franchise or they work for somebody else and then, you know, hey, I, I do all the I do all the work. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks is that they do all the work. Um, that you know, they end up competing. Yeah. With
1: you. And and there's a lot of different things with that. There's risk involved in that as well. If that person quits or gets injured or gets sick, you know, yeah. a lot of your business goes down at once yeah um, two of your departments go down at once yeah so there's a really strong case for um, for farming out getting somebody to do it for all those reasons and we actually but we're fans of of a little bit of all of this stuff yeah but i think we we have an in-house graphic artist here yes. because we don't do graphics right but our business is of the size where having somebody available to do it, it makes sense. Yes. It gives us a control, the speed, all of that. You have to make the determination is your business up to that size yet. Mm-hmm. Even still, though, how, how often do we outsource p- pieces of graphics? All the time. Yeah. All, all, constantly. Yeah. We have people that can digitize. We have tons of people that can digitize here. They're
0: really busy doing. We never do that. They should be on the phone with you. Yeah,
1: they're really busy doing other things, even though they can digit training people, helping people support, installing machines, fixing machines, all the different tasks that these different people can do. Even though they're great digitizers, so when we need an embroidery design done, oftentimes we pass that pass that on, Um, and then eventually, you know, you get to a point where maybe you've got a whole graphics department. Yeah. You know? And then and then that's different. That's a different scale of business. So, you know, you're not Coca-Cola where you've got a whole floor of people. Right. And, and neither are we. And neither As a matter are of fact, we. I've got another example I, yeah. g-
0: I can't help saying is that, you know, occasionally you'll hear us on the Facebook group and other places. Um, call for artwork from our customers. Yeah, from you guys. We're always looking for spangle designs or rhinestones or vinyl examples. We see some of the work that you're doing and think it's
1: amazing. Do it for us, please. Yeah, because we're in the same situation. Yeah, right. So, so it's no matter what size your business is, it's um, it's humbling to outsource and uh, because you get to admit listen i can't do it we can't control everything sometimes we use it Um, and it's there's a lot of benefits i
0: I do also want to highlight this this idea of one of the reasons that you outsource is so you can focus on sales now what we just said was that we don't do those kinds of graphics in-house so our people can focus on support Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. part of our business for you it's going to be like you don't do it because even though you love it, you're gonna make more money spending those two hours out meeting new customers yeah. than, than you are in designing this one design.
1: When we were prepping for the show, we talked about, so there's, it's it's lunchtime on a Tuesday and you've got two opportunities. There's, there's a local BNI chapter that you've kind of joined with yep. or you were gonna go meet and they have a luncheon. There's gonna be 20 people there going to lunch. Um, or you can stay, spend that hour digitizing something for a customer, Yeah. right? Um, so if that digitizing was gonna cost you 25 bucks, you know, to do, is it, are you better off to stay, save the $25 and do the digitizing, yeah. or go to the BNI meeting, meet with, meet 10 or 20 people, or a handful you never met before, network, and get some business out of that.
0: I'll tell you what, let me, let me rephrase that. Sure, okay, because you said $25. Yeah. So, what is the likelihood that if you do find a customer at one of those meetings, that it will make you $500, Yeah, $1,000. You meet somebody that could mean three years worth of regular business for tournaments on an annual basis that make you $4,000 a year. Yeah, You know, you, you don't know. So now it's, it's $25 or $50, you know, how much would you pay somebody to design so you could have that opportunity. Yeah. A hundred bucks to three hundred bucks
1: to potentially get an eight thousand dollar sale. And is your business on the offensive or the uh, or the defensive? Okay. Right. So uh, if your business is on the defensive, which means that you're trying to save costs. Yeah. Right. Then then your that's 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 either a, that's like a sign that there's no more growth to be had. You know, or that growth is stalling. So what you do is, in order to make more money, you try to save more. This is right. what happens with like really yeah, large yeah. organizations. Um, it' not you though, right? The chances of you having stalled, where there's no more business to be earned, or or you can't get any, it's high very low. It's really low. Yeah. So if you're taking bets, you like you got to go on the offensive and say I'm much better off to go get more money. Than I am to try to save a little bit of
0: money. Yeah, it, actually, it's the same example we use when we talk about people that shop for embroidery thread. Yeah, which is the most ridiculous activity. Yeah. I'm just going to say it, it. It, is, it is. If you platform. if you are if you go and Google embroidery thread when you need to order new stuff, yeah. because the how
1: much is a roll of Royal thread? Uh, like five, six bucks. So $6? Yeah. So you can save 50 cents? I mean, seriously. Yeah, you're not getting anywhere. With then
0: that. you're not, then you're, then, then don't
1: worry about outsourcing. <laughs> well, the, this is something with that though, now that you bring it up. So um, you you save 50 cents, right? Um, You have no clue if the quality is as good as you've bought before, whatever these things are. There's ship time issues, all that. Maybe you have to recalibrate your machine because every single brand of thread you have to recalibrate for. So uh, now you've got tension issues, all that time. You're wasting so much time to save 50 cents. Um, And it's the same concept here, is that $25 on a design is Is yes, that one order will be twenty five dollars more profitable. Yeah, but there's so many other revenue generating activities. Um, When Joe, when I talked to him about you know him running his business and the experience of customers and things like that, he had said that he said I consider doing the graphics, uh, the busy work. Yeah, that is non and, and, I, and that's when we got to talking about that and I said, okay, you mean like busy work to you is non-revenue generating activity Yes so revenue generating activity would be your marketing, your direct sales, networking. yeah you know, all of these things are going to eventually, if not right away, put money into your bank account. yeah. Um, digitizing stuff yourself, unless somebody is paying you, Right, to, because your digitizing service is not something that is going to continually increase you know what's the money that's in your bank account yeah that's really true so um, let's see what else what other reasons here um, another reason for um, that we kind of alluded to it but I wanted to just straight out say it was that um, you would like to do graphics in-house you just can't afford it yet yeah So you outsource it until you get to a point where you say, now I'm going to have an in-house graphics team. Right. And that's a great option too. Um, A lot of people uh, we have down here, you hate it. You hate it. Um, (laughs) A lot of people don't realize
0: the the software skills that you need to produce a good graphic. Mm -hmm. So you may be a maker, you know, you're used to doing crafts and things like that, which are fairly simple. Uh, but learning a software application like Corel Draw or Illustrator or Photoshop or even GIMP, yeah, you know it's a project, and a lot of makers aren't software people.
1: Yeah, that's so it's true. not
0: intuitive. You don't enjoy it. If you hate it, you should really
1: consider outsourcing. Yeah. And um, there's the the time. You know, going back to time, I think is another reason that kind of it just kind of came out to me again on why outsourcing this is so great. And this is something that Heath said to me when I was, um, he's okay. a DTG technician and trainer and, and all these Maven's yeah. Maven. He's got uh, 30 years in this, since he was a kid. He's yeah. been in this industry yeah, yeah. since he was a kid. And he said, he can't tell me how many times he's heard from people that are hunting and pecking at how to Smooth an edge. How to remove a background? How to change a color? How to proper? How to do this or that? Going on YouTube, going yes. to Facebook groups, asking questions, yeah. talking to people, messing around with settings, hours and hours and hours and hours to do something that uh, that a trained person would have had done in a minute. Yeah. And you look at that as well. I'm learning, and now I'll we'll know how to do it next time. And, and that process is fine if you were a number one on this. If right. you do it because you you want to do it, you love it, yeah. this is something that you can do, otherwise is this skill set actually going to help your business grow? Right. You and know? the answer is no. It's probably not. yeah, yeah. The, the, no. the answer the answer is really no and yeah. the, the only re, the only way I ever say it's yes is if your part of your business plan is is that. Yeah, if, if, that if that's you, your message, if that is you're the, message, the person that you are going to be the graphic artist and the printer. But you have to realize that that's the choice you're making. Yeah, then um, then that's where the business stops.
0: Yeah, because even if even if you, I mean, you're not, you get paid. Yeah, right. You get paid by the hour. Right. So if someone gives you, if you don't charge somebody a design fee, and you spend an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'll use the number like uh, that gets thrown around in embroider all the time where people want to make 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's say that you want to make 50 bucks an hour. It takes you an hour and 90 minutes to, des- to do a design for a customer that you don't charge for. You just lost 50 to 75 bucks. You do one that you do charge for that you charge somebody 15 or $25, then you've just lost 35 yeah. you know, bucks because you did it yourself. So when you do the math for what you're worth, what you charge the customer, unless you have a compelling reason that is not the money mm-hmm. to do the designs yourself,
1: then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And uh, it made me think about this is that um, like some folks say, uh, there are, some folks don't want to charge for the artwork. The artwork's yeah. free, right? Yeah. So um, some companies don't charge for artwork right a hundred percent this the the artwork fee is in there yeah right they, I, I, I went to the I went to the car dealership and there wasn't a dealer fee I, they're not making they're not not making money right okay like let's be honest with ourselves like they're like oh it's free shipping the money's the money's in the product yeah yeah right yeah. they're they're getting the product cheaper or they're making more money on it or yep. whatever they're charging more. So not charging for the artwork or charging for it, you're going to make your money somewhere. However, you build your pricing is up to you. But part of the reason people think is, well, I don't want to charge for artwork, so I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. And that falls into, well, then then you're just paying yourself less money.
0: Yes. Right? You're, you're You may not be, you or the other company may not be charging for it, but they're certainly paying for
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, And they're either paying for it because they get somebody else to do it, or they're paying for it in their time. You're paying for it in your time, you're yeah. paying for it in your staff, or you're paying for it outsourcing to somebody. You're paying for it in one of those three ways. Or in your blood pressure medication. Yeah, in your blood pressure medication. Or in the goodwill here at uh, Cold Desi with yeah. our support people. <laughs> yes, in their blood pressure medications. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you so what you do in a scenario like this is, if you make the move to outsource, what you do is you say, I need to charge a buck more a shirt yeah, because I don't charge an art fee. Or I just need to start charging an art fee. Yeah, you know whatever it is, you get it in there, you make the money work. And otherwise, what what trap you'll fall into is kind of like the person who um, made me think of it before when I was talking about the baking. Is if you are if somebody is a bakes cakes. I know somebody who bakes cakes, a woman, and she has a a very small business. It's her. Yeah, that's it. She bakes, delivers, takes orders, everything. Okay. On um, Valentine's Day. We had had something made for a gift okay. for somebody. Um, she stopped taking orders two weeks before because she reached her cap. Oh, Now this is right. all she. Be, yeah. She yeah. Does have, she, there's no more time. Yeah. Now she's fine with this because she w- just wants a little part-time thing. Yep. She's busy. She. I only do this many orders because I don't. I want to spend time with my kids. Yeah. And it's fine that I'm only making this much money from it. That's my life. If yep. if your business is is it, that is that then uh, good for you, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, good, then do then that, do that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's great, it's a wonderful thing. But a lot of folks don't come in here talking to us when they're talking about their dream. Mm-hmm. Their dream is not, I wanna have, you know, a limited income potential, cause I'm fine with that, and I, I wanna just work 40 hours a week. And in those forty hours, whatever yeah. money I make and I cap off there is fine. Yeah. Most folks say, I wanna grow a business, I wanna get my kids involved in it, I wanna yeah. pass it off, pass it on, I wanna have something big enough that, you know, I can sell one day and retire off of the yep. people have dreams that are more than just me working. The side hustle. You know, yeah, yeah, the side hustle. So um this is a way to break out of that yeah by by outsourcing our artwork.
0: Yeah, so I um I like this episode because, you know, you, I think we covered all sides of the story mm-hmm. and whether or not you might want to um, do the artwork yourself, bring somebody in house or um, farm it out or outsource it to somebody. Yeah. And like, the con- we didn't come to a conclusion for you, yeah. but in many circumstances, the idea of outsourcing is gonna be very appealing. It's gonna solve a lot of problems for you guys with um, technical support time, Mm -hmm. um, with wasting time on your equipment, and with the supply costs it takes to make,
1: that it costs you to uh, make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, and the way I look at it is, um, the way the scale should exist, if we're talking about um, your three options. Yeah. um, If, for the folks who wanna be successful, if everybody was at their, you know, kind of optimal range, most people should be outsourcing it, because it's scalable for your business, and you can you can do it per order. You get it done right. You build a relationship. Yep. It gives you the ability to do whatever you want with your business. Yeah. This next smaller group of folks are people who have gotten to a big enough point where they have somebody in-house, and they're probably still doing some outsourcing. Mm-hmm. And then the smallest group of people are just complete DIYers, yeah, um, and side hustle, they're like that woman who is the baker, who's the baker. Yeah. Which is, I just want to do she enjoys, everything. She enjoys baking, she, and she that's loves, why she did the business. And she loves talking to the yeah, people and yeah, designing yeah, yeah. the cake, and that's her thing, and you right. that should be the smallest group of people. So you have to make the decision, like what bucket do you fall into? Yeah. Percentage likelihood, you should be in the outsourcing bucket, right. and if you're not doing that, you. Really just step back and reconsider yeah. if that's a better business model for you. Do the
0: math. I yes. love that. Okay. I think that was great. All right. Good then. Um, don't forget that um, you know this podcast is sponsored by Cold And Coleman and & Company is the supply arm of yeah. Cold And I'm wearing a compress UV
1: printer shirt because yeah. it's one of those things that we sell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, and that's another thing. Um, while we're mentioning us and what we yeah. do, um, if you have... If you know about us because of uh, the Avance website or digital heat effects or Coleman and company.com, if that's how you know us mm-hmm. and you haven't been to Coldessi.com to kind of see everything that we have to offer, yeah. it's worth it for you to just go ahead and just visit it, you know, after you finish this podcast, yeah. pop it up on your phone and just take a look because we do we, a lot. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff and we've had so many people that said, oh, I I wish I would have known you were in the UV printing. Business yeah, or this the because I've been business. starting to research it, and I would have just I would, have, would wouldn't have wasted a lot of the time. I would, I would have, have just called. sent you guys a check to fill yeah. in a number. Yeah, you know. So, um, but it's really about it's also about um, building up the dream for the growth of your business as yeah. well. To so say, okay, I've partnered with Coldesi, things are going really well. Um, they also offer this. And that's, that's a good inspiration for me to want to grow. So go check out coldessi.com and make sure you know everything else we do.
0: I love that. This has been episode 107 of yeah. the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldessi.
1: Yeah, and this is Mark Vila from Coldessi as well. I love that. You guys have a great <laughs> business.